Happy summer, everybody. We're one day past solstice, and I hope everybody is doing well. Hello, and welcome to episode 221 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Howdy doody, hola, hola, hola. Konnichiwa, strasswithi, and bonjour. And guten tag. Those are the only languages in the world. Buongiorno, and that one. Uh, today, in celebration of the fact that we are in the midst of the anniversary of LA 77, I decided to give you, or cover, an LA 77 show. Now, I think I've covered all the LA 77 shows at one point or another because they're all pretty kick ass. So I chose June 25th, 1977. Because it's a little bit of a sleeper show, because um, Eddie on the 21st and Badge Holders on the 23rd get most of the love. However, the 25th is fantastic, and there's a great Millard, Mike Millard master recording of it. Now, I've had two episodes about this back-to-back, a part one and part two, a couple years ago. But this episode, I am covering songs that were not covered in either of those two episodes. And they're not garbage songs. They're good songs. Arguably the best. So, L.A. Oriental City, where the city don't know what... (laughs) L.A. 1977. Led Zeppelin typically would have high watermarks, tour-wise, in New York City and L.A., Sometimes more, and and with different vibes. L.A. has a vibe of its own, the West Coast has a vibe of its own, and New York City and the East have a vibe of their own as well. I have a preference most of the time to the L.A. shows, although the Madison Square Garden shows are typically amazing as well. You know, the song remains the same movie, for example, Madison Square Garden 73, end of July. And the five nights at the Forum, which were the 21st, the 22nd, the 23rd, the 25th, and the 27th, were mostly captured by Mike Millard and his magical Nakamichi recorder and AKG Mike, so they sound great. This is no exception. It is ding-dong diddly awesome. And because they had a day off, they had a day off on the 24th. So they were tanned, rested, and ready when they came back. Louis Ray, Luis Ray, says uh, that this is arguably one of the the best of the tour for Jimmy, or one of the best. And I would say it is. It's really, 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 really good. The whole show is. And it has a different energy than the bombastic, listen to this, Eddie, or the mildly chaotic but brilliant badge holders. Chaotic because of the whole Keith Moon popping in thing. So let's jump right in since we have good things and good things are good to listen to. Boy, Mark, you're not making any fucking sense today. I know I'm not. It's hot and I'm tired, but I am not unhappy, which is good. And I am psyched to do this, which is also good. And we've got kick-ass music. So what I'm doing is I'm just playing two songs this episode. I usually, if you are a long-time listener, I usually play three. 
But since one of these songs is 31 minutes long, which one is that, Mark? We'll take a guess. Yes, you're right. It is Battle of Evermore. A 31-minute Battle of Evermore with nothing but Jimmy just doing that. For 28 minutes. It's it's sublime. It's performance art. It is it is it is it is Jimmy's version of metal machine music. Um, it is it is sublimity itself. No, I'm only kidding. Can you imagine 20 minutes of that? Jesus Christ. 30 minutes of that. Nope. It is, of course, no quarter. We're not going to play that first because anything that follows that, people are going to be already just zoned out from 30 minutes of listening. We are going to open with a rollicking good time. Nobody's fault but mine, which is one of my favorite. I prefer live versions of this song over the album version, hands down, every time. Um, it just the the album version. The drums are fucking great. The guitar tone for me does not match the grr of the song. Um, just my opinion. Or the guitars, because there's 30 million of them. Anywho, that doesn't matter. What does matter is this. Michael Millard went to see a Led Zeppelin concert on June 25th, 1977, as he had done on the 23rd and the 21st, and several times before in 1975. And he brought with him his Nakamichi tape deck with its custom battery pack and two capsules, which are the tiny little thing that are like a stack of um, nickels. Like if you took like six nickels and stacked them up, about that size and that diameter are the capsules inside the microphones. And he just extracted those and had them on him. No windscreen or anything, so nice and stealth in the collar of his jacket or his shirt or in a ball cap if he had it. So he was able to get an exquisitely excellent stereo capture for almost every show he's taped. And he has taped hundreds. He's a legend. And we love him. And we miss him. He's uh, sadly been gone from us for almost 30 years. But because of his dedication and commitment to capturing excellent recordings, we have... An incredible oral, A-U-R-A-L, record of rock music from the mid-70s onward in uh, the West Coast. And it's it's indisputably awesome. And he taped a bunch of Zeppelin shows. He taped Queen. He taped Van Halen, I think. Yes, a million times. Genesis, a million times. Peter Gabriel. Tom Petty. A million little acts and a million large acts. It's, it's, God bless them. And God bless the GEMS tape group, J-E-M-S, who are the curators of the Mike Millard archives, and they are digitizing, preserving, restoring, and sharing these recordings, which for the most part have sat in a box in his room for the last 30 years. So God bless them. Not this one. The Zeppelin shows have been out forever, but uh, there's a lot out there. So let's jump in and listen to Nobody's Fault But Mine, Nobody's Fault But Mine, from June 25th, 1977. Say a little prayer for Saint Michael Millard. Here you go. (laughs) 
into a Saturday night for Plenty of gusto. Gusto indeed. That was pretty good. Although, um, I don't think that was one of Jimmy's best or most fluid 1977 performances of that song, anyway. So, Luis Rey and I can differ on that a touch. Still awesome, though. And it's nice to hear a better approximation of how Jonesy's fucking bass sounded. The issue with a lot of 77 recordings and with all the 1977 soundboards that have come out is that they fail to capture the deep, deep, rumbling, horrifying bass that came out of Jonesy's Alembic rig that he was playing. Brand new, brand new bass, brand new sound, a little metally, not metally like metallic, but metally like bam, bam. And uh, in those recordings, it sounds a little plinky plink on the soundboards. 
but he actually had monster subwoofers and just flooded the arena with low bass, which is very, very hard to capture, especially if you have low bass where the waveform is, you know, 15 feet long. It just, uh, the sound wave isn't even created until it's behind you. But Millard's recordings do an admirable job of at least saying that there's a lot of bass there. It's, it's not tremendously distinct at the low end, but it can't be. And with his equipment, he had the best stuff to capture it, and he did, and he did a great job, better than everybody else. And it's nice to hear a little bit of a more accurate representation to what it actually sounded like in the hall when you were seeing these shows. Another reason to pour one out and give thanks to St. Michael Millard. And indeed, everybody who's recorded a concert and shared it. But especially Mike, because he used the good equipment and he would scope. He was really committed, man. He he knew where the sweet spots were in every venue in the in the area. I mean, all the way down to San Diego. And uh, he had ways to mostly get in and do that. Now, because he was a pain in the ass, he almost always was late. So it was very, very common for him to miss the first song or two or three. But uh, not with these Zeppelin shows, thank God. But in any case, good for him. Thank you for his commitment. And we all benefit from it. Here we are, 46 years later. God, that's crazy that it's been so long ago. Man, I remember when it was 10 years ago. I remember when it was 20 years ago. Unfortunately, I was only 9 when they played. But, uh, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine going to see them? All right, friendos. Let's keep the ball rolling. And that day, that, not days and confused, that, um, oh my God, in my time of dying, that they are just about to go into at the end of, uh, at the, at the end of Nobody's Fault But Mine, you can hear that on the earlier shows that I covered. They are episodes 121 and 122, exactly 100 episodes ago, which is July 20th, 2021 covered those so you could hear in my time of dying trampled underfoot communication breakdown battle of evermore going to california black country woman brown yard stomp and achilles last stand which is most of the show and here i am filling in even more so you're going to have almost all of it between the three or you can just go to heartofmarkness.com and download this whole show the entire concert for free because that's the deal with this kind of thing mike millard did all that recording took all that risk of on the outside chance of getting arrested, which is unlikely, of just getting thrown out, getting roughed up a little, or at worst, getting all that cool equipment stolen, because in 1975, it wasn't that common to get a Nakamichi fucking battery pack from direct from Japan. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, and I imagine it took quite a bit of time. And he did all that because he loved the music, he loved trading, and he loved knowing that this shit is out there and captured forever. Bless his heart. All right, you know who else we need to bless? Since we're only doing two shows, I gotta do this now. Let us bless the patrons upon whose shoulders this humble yet mighty podcast rests. These are the folks who pay for the web hosting for the the website I just mentioned, heartofmarkness.com 
who pay for the cloud hosting on Mega, where I throw all these shows for you to get, who pay for the SoundCloud hosting for the podcast, the microphone through which I speak to you, they support so very much. And, and what? And we love them. You do? Yes, we love them. We love our patrons. And here they are. A laurel and hearty handshake go out to waiting for the website Keith and Tilda Brian, Steve Big Ed, Kenny John from West Footscray Picard, Knegarn Rob from Melbourne, Australia Wayne, Brad, Danielle Tracy David, other David that is I apologize, Bonzo Billy and Mimo the Ur patron the last man standing. Even before Bonzo Billy. Wow. Mimo joined January 23rd. No, January 31st. Wow, I am tongue-tied today, guys. I'm sorry. Like, 40% of my brain is occupied with work shit. I'm trying to shake out of it, but I, I, I am distracted. Uh, January 31st, 2020. Mimo. Three and a half years. Day after my birthday. Bless your heart, brother. Hope you're happy. If there's anything you want me to play, let me know. You certainly deserve to have a say in one show. <laughs> All right, let's jump back into the reason that you're listening, which is to hear the music. Oh, I also wanted to give a shout out to longtime listener and super, super, super cool human being, Amy, who is part of the Heart of Marcus uh, group on Facebook, which you're welcome to join. She's doing some kick-ass traveling and Star Wars stuff that just seems badass, and she's super-duper cool. She's super-duper a Star Wars fan, like, to an extreme degree. Knows her shit, collects her shit. Way cool. Who doesn't like Star Wars? Shut up. You do, too. All right, brothers and sisters, pump up the volume. No quarter. Now, this one is going to be great. 31 minutes long, so if you have to pee, go do it now.
John Golden Badge Jones. John Paul Jones. John. Well, that was absolutely fucking brilliant. The dexterity and skillfulness with which Jimmy was playing. The exact, the precision. That's the word. Precision. Which isn't a word that I would use to describe Jimmy much in 77. There was some precision playing in his solos. It was bad, bad, bad ass. Of course, Jonesy's always awesome, and Bonzo has been known to be good a night or two himself. Robert's voice is great. He had the night off. He got to recover a touch. It's all good stuff, man. I hoped, hoped, yes, in the past I hoped, but now I hope you enjoyed this show. I have partially recorded already a bonus episode of a Yes concert from the Relayer Tour 76 with Patrick Moraz on keyboards. Um, really good sound that I'm going <laughs> to... I was going to get it done last weekend, but it just didn't happen. I'm going to hope to get it out this weekend, and then I'll be back next Thursday with more Zeppelin, Zeppelin-related stuff. If you want to talk to me, you can always reach me at mark at heartofmarkness.com or in the Facebook group or on Twitter comment on the website heartofmarkness.com go up and grab this show if you'd like get this whole show listen to the whole thing yourself it's very 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 good as are you i hope you have a very 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 good week adios be good to yourselves and each other and goodbye